What's good, my dog? Come on, man. Sure, we're doing, man. Chilling. And so I saw. Seen back there in that conference room. Hot boy. Had three tables to my name. Ain't that to it, man. Feel me. Right, man. What you do this weekend, bro? You just sat in the crib. Yeah, man. Trying to catch on a little, couple pieces of work, man. Had a couple due dates coming up this week. Hey, what's that? What you in week seven or eight? Shit, I'm just letting them fly. I don't even know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie to you. Oh God. Eight sounds good. Eight I guess. Sure. Well, hey, we're gonna go ahead and let the people know. Bring them in on what we what we got. Hey, somebody got on. Uh, what? I said I'm gonna go ahead and let the people know what we got going on for today. I think, All right, man, I think talk they'd to be me. pretty excited. We're gonna start the series, man. We're gonna start this series off, man. Called Being Black America. So we're gonna call it Being Black in America. Yeah. We're gonna emphasize what we deem important, what we feel like you know, we lack or that we need to step up in the areas. But just being black, period, and how our perception of being black and how our experience of being black has shaped us to who we are today. So Sunday series, man, the first series, we're going to start off with being black, like I just said. And the first episode, we're just going to touch on what it was like to be black when you was younger, as far as like your toddler years, your, your, your not toddler years, but you know, your kid years and as you was young. And some people may have not known completely what it felt like to be black. Some people may be able to relate to this conversation. Who knows? But hey, we got a lot coming. So with that being said, how do you feel about how do you feel what it was like to be black? Let's say you're about six, seven years old. Hold on, bro. What did you say? I can't. I couldn't hear you. Hear me now? Uh, a little bit. All right. So how do you? Well, my first question to you: How did it feel being a young black man? Or a young black boy at about like six, seven years old around that age, those proud years. What, what, did, what did it mean? Yeah. What did it mean to you as far as being black? Well, as far as being black at that age, yeah, probably the same as typical of the six, seven black girls, black kids. You me? You don't, you don't, you don't learn too much about being black, so it's not not too much thought to it as a six seven though i mean you know i got the little uh, little stories little cartoons about what was that what was that one cartoon movie about you know okay bro uh i know exactly what you're talking about it was like my friend martin or something yeah i think that's exactly yeah a little something like that but you know i'm not i'm not taught what being black is for me and you know i went to a predominantly white elementary school, so I'm definitely not thinking too much of it. Right. At that age. 
That's huge. So do you feel like as a young, well, when you was younger, do you feel like being black, did you, at once, did you like know you was a black boy? Did you like know what it felt to be a black boy? Or was you just, did you just feel like you were just like your classmates? Uh, I would probably say, yeah, I knew. Right. Because, yeah, like I just said, I went to all-white school. Well, not all-white school, but predominantly white. Right. So, obviously, I'm looking at myself and the few specs that are around me as a stand, for me as a, an outcast. But, like, look, I mean, I wasn't really, I'm pretty sure, like, I'm almost 100% positive that, uh, there was uh, things and privileges that the white kids had going on and was going in and out of school that I had no parts of or even had any knowledge of. And I didn't I didn't know that the, I didn't know the kids after school used to walk to get ice cream and shit. Niggas was walking by themselves in third grade and definitely don't know nothing about that. That's no six or seven year old. And no elementary school or none of that. See, me personally, I kind of followed in the same footsteps, you know, being at a predominantly white school. All right. But like you said, I, I did know and I did have that, that feeling like, uh, yeah, I'm black, bro. Because like you said, man, I don't know about you, but I, I was literally like one of five, one of six, six maybe black boys in my class and not not class that I go to every day but the entire class out of your elementary school mm-hmm. yeah so it was just to me it was just like I knew I was different I knew none of these kids would ever be able to understand me and I think that was partly because I was black and the only person I like really Minus like my friends, but I really was. I mean, we friends now, but when you think about it, like, yeah, we, we wasn't really as close as we are now. So, minus my friends, it was really just my sister who I really felt like could, could understand me as far as just being being in that environment. <coughs> right. And not and, and not necessarily not being able to thrive, but just as a kid, you know, you notice a lot. They're very, exactly. They're very observant. So when I was in high school, I was, you know, I observed the white, the white kids and they would, they would get treated a little, a little different, you know, it wasn't that crazy, but they right. did get treated a little different. And it never bothered me, but it was just like, hmm, they don't do that to me. So I go home and ask my mama, like, mom, I, I finished all my work today in class, whatever. And I get up and I go talk to my friends. My teacher, you know, she's getting on me, but my friend does the same thing as me. You know what I'm saying? Words and help. You know what I mean? So it was just, it was just little things like that. It, it, I, I wouldn't necessarily say I, I ended that, but it was, it was puzzling. Because I was like, what? And then that's when I really started to like gain the knowledge, not necessarily the knowledge, but you know, realizing, hey, this is what it is. It's, how, it's always going to be. You got any headphones, bro? Yeah, I do. I think your your mic keep messing you up a little bit. Yeah. What I keep going in and out? Nah, you, you 
It's moving. You hear that mug moving? Oh, uh, yeah, because I got this, this little Velcro jacket. But yeah, so like, the majority of the time, for me, it just felt like, as far as being black at that age, it was cool because when you go around your family, that's when it really mattered the most to me. Right. Just going around my other family members, going around my, my older cousins and all this. It was just like, damn, is this what black really means? Really family oriented and stuff like that. So I, was, I had this perception when I was younger, like being black was all about family. You know? It's, all it's, and I, it's actually... It's actually funny that you say that because as an elementary schooler, bro, I did not know white people had cousins. Own everything. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I agree with you. I'm not gonna lie to you at all, bro. Like probably till about middle school on some awesome little shit, bro. I did not know white people had cousins. Because what like they would never talk about family reunions, they would never talk about aunties, uncles, none of that, bro. Damn, bro, I never even thought about that. That's, that's... That's a, that's a good observation for real. You, that's, that's a fact. That's a fact, bro. And if it is, it's a brother or a sister. You feel me? Mom or dad. Or that grandma living with them. That's probably the, 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 the wildest thing I heard when I came to the white family the grandma living with them. And not necessarily wild, but just as far as family being around. Right. So, we, we, like, like we just mentioned, we had the, the notion that being black was super family oriented and, and and just you know just family central could you honestly say that being with your family when you was younger retrospecting on it could you honestly say like you guys really had each other's back and like really was all for each other not on no selfish yeah, shit crazy yeah, shit yeah, I like that water Cause I feel like uh, a lot of black families run into that problem. They're not necessarily selfish, but they're only worried about their immediate family members. Yeah, it's it was it was it was cool, but yeah, it was pretty much the relationship was really strong for real. I mean, obviously, life hits and. That can mess up relationships, emotions, etc. But yeah, it's pre- pretty far. The relationship was pretty strong, bro. Like, it was a whole different thing than being out. Because when you're a kid, you out school all day, a lot. Yeah, and then when you get around the family, like you said, they be having your back and shit like that. And, it's just something to hey, keep you pushing. If nobody outside of that is gonna do it, feel me? Not the white teacher, the white student around, etc. Because honestly, thinking back when I was young, just to pick back off what you just mentioned, thinking back when, when I was young, bro, there was not a lot of, and this is nothing against the white man at all. But there was not a lot of people outside of my family letting me know, you know, I could be something great or I could do something or I could be something with my life. It was literally just my family. Exactly. 
So it was like, damn, my, like my family looked at the time I was in sports. My family thought me playing sports was so cool. And I ain't even like, I didn't think nothing of it. Honestly, I thought sports was cool because I got to meet you. I got to meet my nigga Dre, Pete. You feel me? All of exactly, the all whole close relationships. Man, I wasn't worried about no type of sports. I, wasn't, I ain't even give a damn. I was like, shit. I just met black friends. Like me, me playing sports exactly. was the first time I met black friends. So I was like, yeah, I'll play sports as long as I can. I get to meet more more black people. Yeah, I'm feeling that a thousand percent. Shit, the few the few black ones you would have in elementary uh, school or mine was just they was African, you feel me? Yeah, I do So you know telling what they was really going through. They probably experienced a whole different thing, man. Man. Definitely might have to tap into what that experience is talking about. The shit. You said um, family was pretty important to you as a young Well, yes, I'm, it definitely is going down, but as you said, the, the push and shit that your family gave you when you was a young black boy. What 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 else would you say that that you noticed that was black about you? If that makes sense, like how you said your family has filmed your relationships. At that, at the young, as a young, what what else did you notice? As a youngest, off top, my sister's hair. Off top, my mom said my mom was wearing like she had like her own hair. My hair even at that. And it wasn't it wasn't wasn't no uh, white girls coming to the, to the school with the little braids with the little, uh, little balls in them and shit. Yeah, the little barrettes and shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I ain't seen peep none of them. Well, I, you know, I peeped them, the little clip-on ones, maybe a little ponytail strapped to the side of their head or something. Yeah. But I don't know, full out, fully head braided, balls hanging off each braid. Yeah. Beads, in the, beads on every yeah. corner of the head. Like, it was just something and, uh, nobody was doing. Exactly. Another thing, bro, also, um, that I noticed that was a difference when we come in, started realizing that I was a black boy different. When I started getting invited to birthday parties, bro. When I started getting invited to birthday party, that's when I really saw what the fuck was going on out here. 
niggas was having parties at renting out mansions, <laughs> renting blow out ups. pools. Yeah, blow up trampolines and shit. <laughs> Going to farms, playing football and shit like that. Like, what is that for real? I mean, parties were smooth, but it wasn't no upscale, nothing like that. Only like the biggest thing my parties was, we just had a theme. We had a crib, we had a theme. Right. Get all the decorations on the thing. That's literally it. And I think after that, like, we did, um, we did the stadium back in the stadium. And that's really it, though. Like you said, these people out here renting out things. Like, oh, like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what? That's literally what I was like. Oh. So, look, I'm going to ask you this. Have you ever went to a birthday party or like some type of event with one other black friend and y'all was both just there goes this shit is crazy. Uh off the top of the head, no, honestly. Cause it wasn't really, yeah, like wasn't too much. I don't know. I can't really explain. I'm trying to think though. I'm pretty sure it's happened later years. Right. Let me think, bro. Probably, I would say 4 H Kim. I think I'd say that. Feel me? I'd say 4 H Kim because that was a whole different experience. I ain't never seen no shit like that. I never taught no shit like that. I never introduced no shit like that. Feel me? Yeah, bro. I, yeah, that's some. That was a great experience for real. It was though. Seeing all the different shit you can do, but yeah, it was. It was, it was diverse. But when I went with my school, you feel me? Obviously, it was me, maybe another black dude, and yeah, you know, we like chopping it up. Like, what the hell's going on? You are. Know. Yeah, you know, like, it's, it's very, very, what I mean, very, how I got to share that with one of I got to share that with Peas. We went to one of our mutual friends' birthday party, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you said, they, they rented a venue. On top of that, they houses. They house was like three of our houses. They had a pool in their house and a basketball court. Nigga, we, we 10 years old. Man. Type of life is this? I'm like, whoa! And on top of that, he got a he basically got a baseball outfield as a backyard. Yeah, yeah I seen them before. Them, them shit was wild. But it was just like, honestly though, I felt like if me and him wasn't there, that shit would not be as fun as it would. Right. Cause the mama texted all mamas talking about, thank you so much for bringing them. Whoopie whoop has so much fun. And it was just truly a, a, a great experience to see my son in that light. Cause I ain't never seen him in that. I was just like, nigga, we was just dusting these niggas in that, that field in the court. <laughs> you feel me? We was yeah. running them. But none to it. But shit, with that being said, we still young. Yeah. So coming up from that age, what, what, what age when you say that you first realized that like, damn, 
I'm really black and this shit really means something. When I was 12, when we went to Tennessee, bro. Oh, and man. I, and I know you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Talk to me, man. When we all got caught with them BB guns, I knew being black was a whole different thing then. Because even though it was just BB guns, I remember my mama vividly telling me. She was like, She's like, um, she's like, I'm not mad at you about the BB gun behind my back. She's like, I'm mad that you didn't think I'd get it for you. Because, and I know you, I'm not going to say his name, but we have one teammate on the team. You feel me? And he was white. And he outsmarted us. He asked his parents to get his BB gun. And my mama was like, why didn't you think like he thought? That's why privilege. You, you feel me? Why privilege. Right. I'm like, I'm over thinking, nigga mama, why would you want me to have a BB gun in the house? We're not even taught to ask you like that. You feel me? We over think we over <clears throat> told never go around guns, guns is dangerous, guns kill people because people don't know how to use them. So I'm like, exactly. yeah, it's just a BB gun, I'm gonna go behind the back so I can shoot my niggas. Literally why we wasn't supposed to get the gun. So like I'm over thinking, whoa, it's kinda contradictory. Facts. That's a good ass example for real. I ain't even never thought about that shit. That's a good ass example. I'm I am just gonna go ahead and point out the fact that it was y'all niggas. We got caught. I wasn't on the BB gun set. I was just trying to enjoy my little Tennessee fun. That is that is a good ass example though, bro. For real. I finally realized that day, like being black is a whole different thing, bro. Cause she was like, now tell me this. If you walk out that store with that BB gun outside of the package, look at you. You got your hood on, you got your hoodie on, and you're black in a white man's city. Facts country ass city at that country ass city at that and i was like nigga that that changed my whole life that changed my whole life yeah i was like damn i really gotta like i really gotta watch what i do just because i'm black exactly so it was crazy that yeah when i was 12 what about you she's probably somewhere around that age but it was definitely middle school bro I used to go to Georgetown a lot to help out at this uh this little pet store. So she one day I used to start to, I started going to the Hallmark because it was around like a holiday to me. You know, the Hallmark stores be having nice little shebangs to buy quick little pickups for the family. But uh nigga a nigga was getting followed around the store. I'm gonna so I, at this point, this why I'm like, alright, I'm a kid. I be around here all the time. They know, feel me? They should know I don't be in no trouble. So why am I getting followed around? Like, look, I, when I had my the phone at the time, I was recording this chick and everything. Phone every corner I busted, she's right there on my ass. And at the time when I'm recording, I'm thinking it's funny, you feel me? But as thoughts go on, it's like, damn, I really just got followed as a kid in the Hallmark. <sighs> That's crazy. I ain't never heard nobody getting followed in a Hallmark. Me in a Hallmark, y'all. I'm supposed to be getting peace and blessings while I'm trying to stop. Right. Getting followed around. So it's just slapping the face. It's like, damn. So I really got, I got really got moved different. I'm really being forced to move a certain way. It's like, damn. Ooh, man. I like how you say 
Because exactly. like you said, you you been you was you was going in there plenty of times. Right. And then that one time you get followed, you really wasn't thinking nothing of it, but at the same time it made you change. That's fucking crazy. You really can't hear me, bro. I can, I can a little bit. You gonna make it work, but um, Hallmark, Hallmark, man. Because I ain't gonna lie, I was following in a convenience store. I seen that in a movie. I seen that on Don't Be a Menace. Don't Be a Menace is something else. Yeah. But I seen that song like uh, they really do that. Man, like what the fuck is really going on? As kids though. Yeah, like as kids, nigga, like you said, we nineteen years old. Mm-hmm. Trying to play with Power Rangers and shit. Buy gifts, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. It's always a problem. So, okay, I'm gonna pay you back on that question. I'm gonna go to the What was the first time, you no, know, okay, after you, you experienced this, what was one time where you felt like being black, minus sports, where you felt like being black was an advantage? An advantage? Yeah, at a young age. Uh, definitely had to be in school because my people was real strict on that school shit. And so I used to, I used to go ham in school for me better than white kids and all like getting praised for that it's just like damn that's so bad. I'm not gonna set an example for the folks who's supposed to be who's supposed to be the ones. Right. So that's what I'm like I'm just that was in that was that was a good feeling for real. So that was just gave me more motivation. Gotta show them boys up, man. It's crazy. Honestly, shoot. Yeah, well, outside of sports, I just felt like socially I was I had an advantage. Because everybody could gravitate to me. Yeah. So it was like, like literally, just me, just being different. People just naturally gravitate to me. Yeah, so that's that so makes I think sense. I, had a, I can do that. When it comes to outside of football, I mean, outside of sports, because obviously I had that advantage. Right. I ain't gonna lie, I'm overconfident when it comes to that shit. That's the only way to be. <laughs> but yeah, but um. So when was the when like being young? What was one aspect of the black culture you loved the most? Being young, black culture. Yeah. I would definitely have to say the. The movies and TV shows that they had for black people out back again, and the way that they 
the way that a lot of them portray the families. Like a lot of these families is definitely Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Definitely uh, <coughs> uh, the old show before he was born. She like that's a Raven too. That was cold. As in showing black, yeah, she's like good times and Jefferson and shit. But also movies like You Got Served, Drumline, Drumline was my shit. Boy. I thought that was the hardest creation known to men. Yeah. I mean, what else we have? We had Space Jam. Come on. I was on my life. Space Jam, yeah. If it was black, I was on all life. Wood, Best Man. Yeah. Booty right. calls of the other other movies and all that. Yeah, I probably have to say that just the entertainment. Oh, yeah. Getting started on BT like, 106 and Park. Like yeah. Yeah, man. Like, like you said, like we, like we said when we discussed in our uh, previous Black Creative episode. Yeah. Niggas are creative out here. Right. Ooh, I like that. Niggas. I like that. Okay. Okay. Follow. So I was definitely in tune with the creations niggas was giving me. So, ooh, okay. I'm gonna, and, and based off what you're saying, I'm gonna ask this next question. When you was young, could you, like, could you honestly say, like, based on the creativity you've seen, did you honestly feel like you could be as creative, if not as more, as what you've seen? Oh, that's cool. And not necessarily doing what those people are doing, but just like period, like real life. Of course. Yeah, of course. There was a there was a uh, a black Power Ranger. You don't want to show me the way. The green one, the green black Power Ranger on Power Ranger: The Lost Galaxy or whatever it's called. He's the one. Feel me? Because I definitely want to be a Power Ranger, so I'm already. So as a young and of course I'm like yeah they they show they they just teaching me the ropes that's what I'm looking at like but obviously shit it's different when you get older but yeah I was getting pure uh, motivation pure imagination creative thoughts all that come on bro I don't know what the heck you're talking about I think somebody called me. Damn. Oh, man. It, it cut off all what you said. Well, I didn't hear what you said. Well, shit, what did that say? Yeah, I'm off. You got that quick? Because I was talking about, um, could you feel, did you feel like you could have been as creative? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah. Basically, because they was just teaching me the ropes, showing me that I could do it. You're a black power ranger, anything is possible. Right. So, ooh, it's just motivating. Damn. Hey, I'm tired of this shit. So, man, so what, what about yourself? Man? What What was your favorite part about being black? As in, you know, hmm. uh, don't lie. <laughs> this could be crazy. 
the food, bro. Because oh, I, yeah. I was around my grandmother a lot. My grandmother's side, my mama's side of the family a lot. And at every function or every time we met, I mean, it was rare we went out to eat. We always cooked in. So, like, my grandma cooked everything. So, I can honestly just sit there and say the food. Just the way we ate. The way the family conversed when we ate. Like, just the whole family was around when we ate. Like, shit stopped. Like, it really felt like we froze time when we ate as the family. Because not only you're sitting there and enjoying the food, but you feel you around. My grandma, my papa, all my uncles, my mama, my little—not my little sister, my twin sister—and then all the little cousins. Feel me? It was—it was amazing. Exactly. Feel me. And they, the desserts, stupid packed. Chess bars, lemon cakes, yellow cake, chocolate icing, strawberry cake, all the pies. Man, the chess bars been around. Chess bars been around. I'm trying to tell you. Oh man. Chess bars been around. You got some people. Chess bars slap. You got aunties that make certain dishes, like one auntie make the buffalo chicken. One auntie will uh will make the breakfast casserole. One auntie over making nothing but the Kool-Aid and it's slapping. <laughs> she can't do nothing but make Kool-Aid. <laughs> but it's slapping. Everything's slapping. Younger man, the food, bro. I think that was one of my favorite parts being black because going to school, going to my other friends' houses, I couldn't eat and I couldn't enjoy the food. Exactly. So just being around my people, I got to eat good. So that's why that's my favorite part. So, yeah, I agree with you too, a thousand percent. Food definitely. Crazy. To this day. All right, so my next question to you. What's one thing? Okay, so now we, we out of the middle school stage. Now we're in high school. What's the first thing? Right. You just knew. Like, this is what niggas do. You know, when you got to high school. What, do you, what you mean? Like, you knew white people don't do this. No other people group do this, but us niggas. Man, high school. So in high school, I'm thinking like, damn, only niggas fight in the second day of school. <laughs> <laughs> only man, it's just that's foul. I, I hate to say it, but damn. Only niggas is fighting on the first day of school. It's first or second day. Only, uh, yeah, that's about anything with us now. Niggas be roaming. Niggas be out of the class like a mug, for real. This shit's crazy. Yeah. But hey, more power to everybody, too. What about you, man? What, what did you notice coming into Good Old Station Hallway? Good Old Station Hallway. First thing I realized niggas do. One thing I knew niggas do, bro, was chill. Like, 
they don't give a damn about what's going on. They just chill. And try to yeah, just post like r- real live niggas just post up. And I ain't really never seen that. I ain't never really seen niggas just like just kicking. That was right. the first thing. Yeah, niggas was chilling. That was the first thing I seen. All oh, in the every, hallways. Every man, hallway every age. No one nigga around yeah. the corner just sitting there chilling. Yeah, high school got high school got a lot of it opened my eyes a lot as in thoughts and diversity and as in uh powers of the people type shit like definitely opened my eyes to be more pro black. How so? Man, just everything that was going on. <clears throat> I actually I don't when did uh like uh Obama was like when the trademark Trayvon Martin got killed. What was that eleven or twelve? What? When Trayvon got killed. I think it was eleven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Seeing shit like that. It was either eleven or twelve. Yeah. Seeing this go on death row, being innocent black men getting killed, death penalty and shit. <laughs> A lot of a lot of things. A couple of black uh, old heads around station, you know. Talk to us and stuff. It's, it, yeah, it's, it's still. Shout out, to, shout out to those professors. Yeah, in, them, uh, in the and of course the outside OGs. You know, everybody got some outside old All heads. That, yeah, outside old heads that uh, open your mind to things. What's going on there? So, would you say? Yeah, man, would you say? Yeah. Like coming in, not necessarily coming in high school, but like going through those years of your age. Would you say that's really where you form, like who you are as a black, as a young black person? Not necessarily a young black person, but like who do you want to be? Because like you, because uh, you was... start to, like we said, like we, like we just talked about past 30, 30, 30, minutes, how we was when we was younger, and now we're going to our adolescence. Do you feel like you're starting to grasp on who you are as a black person, as a young black male? Right. But yeah, I would say I would say that uh, high school definitely did help with that as in shaping as a black male. That's who I want to be because, uh, especially around all that diversity, it was a lot of diversity. Um, alongside that, there was finally diverse, well, kind of diverse teacher, more so within the offices with the counselors and shit. So you got applying for scholarships and shit like that. The minority scholarships and shit, you see shit like that. But then you see yourself in the midst of all these white folk, white teachers, white knowledge. And then you got the few blacks around you that are like picking and poking at you to get that to open yourself up, open your mind up to see what's really going on. <clears throat> and realize that you have to move different and shit and you are different. And why we are being forced to be like this and shit being looked at like this. And I feel like that shit shit like that made me want to just go up. 
just to keep pushing forward, you feel me, for, as a black man, so we can keep pushing forward, shit, progress, change shit. So I say that to say that I guess it made it, it, it didn't listen to drive for me to to want to change the culture in some way, shape, or form. You see, you see, you see things. You, you, you started to understand things. Like black men didn't like. Exactly. And I can, I can, I can honestly agree with you the major part because yeah, you because like when you go through high school, you start to understand more and more like what the black models would have within our culture, what black models would have as far as like business and and people start to understand them more. Right. Yeah, that shit makes perfect sense. I agree. A lot of your homeboys that you met in high school, they were completely different from you, but at the same time, they were completely different. And it made made, made a certain aspect of you. Without even some people knowing you. Right. Yeah, this, this, so this, yeah, being black while you're young. Being black while you're young. We're gonna on the next episode we're gonna dive in more on what we went through and our experiences. As well, so stay tuned. You know, we got a lot coming for y'all. We're gonna get back on it Tuesday. You know, uh, we had some, some medical, not medical, but had some allergies and stuff going on Tuesday. I don't even really feel it. So I didn't go out the court, but we got y'all back. We got back with us this Tuesday. And we were to Yeah, man. First episode of the uh, Being Black in America series, man. We all head talk. It's your boy Fully, man. Shout out to my boy Sturge. Yo, yo. Shout out to Fully. Home team, Fully Talk, man. Everybody keep supporting. Keep supporting, man. Keep showing love. Shout out to the people that's listening. We thank you. We love you. Exactly. And like we just said, man, exactly. just keep supporting, bro. Exactly. All right, my guy. I'm going to hit you up, man. All right, my dog. You stay up. All right.